Masa. Everybody. Manny. What's up? We finally had some baseball, man. We had a series worth of baseball and then fucking. And it's gone. You ever seen this from (laughs) South Park? And it's gone. Poof. It's. but you know what? Like I honestly, I I didn't think that the, pro, the the protocols and everything that baseball put in place prior to the season, which by the way the players agreed to. So it's on. I wrote a piece yesterday saying that Rob Manfred and Tony Clark should resign. Everybody's shitting on Manfred, and I get it. Like I I love shitting on Manfred. Yeah, it's one of it's one of my things. Um, one of my uh, you know, sec, n- never mind. One of my kinks. Yeah, so to speak. You catch what it's I'm easy. saying here? He's the piñata. It's easy to He's the piñata. He's right. the punching bag, yeah. But it's on both sides here and they need to they need to find a way to tweak this shit because it's going to happen again. If they continue along this path, it's going to happen again. Like Well, did the players reject the it was the players that rejected the bubble idea in the first place. Yeah, Manfred yeah, so, proposed it, the players rejected it. But even with the bubble, like we like I mentioned in our in our chat yesterday i i think the bubble is is an improvement for what for what's going on but yeah in the nba you got this guy lou williams had to leave for a family emergency turns out the guy was at a strip club picking up wings or whatever the fuck it was right um nah man like these guys get horny they're gonna bring outsiders escorts for sure food friends you know so but I, in a bubble, in a bubble, you you can control what's happening more than no bubble. Like in baseball, these guys are going out into the world that you don't know what they're doing after games. Like, yeah, I agree that in the bubble, you can pinpoint who breached and who's infected. Like, we don't even know who set set off this chain reaction of exactly. a COVID co- positive COVID test. It's insane. Exactly. Exactly. And we're up to 17 members of the team or 18. I'm not sure what the number is uh, so far that have tested positive for COVID-19. There's an incubation period. So, yeah, the Philadelphia Phillies all tested negative. None of them tested positive today. They still ended up canceling the game. But who's to say? I think it's like a 14-day incubation period, maybe seven days. I'm not sure. Um, But who's to say that a week down the line, they don't test positive because of this? You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's implications down the line for this. And to bring it even further, prior to game one on Thursday, when Juan Soto tested positive for COVID-19, he, they got the results of the positive test on a Thursday. He took the test on a Tuesday. He practiced with the team on a Wednesday. So he had, you had all this time to spread the virus around, and they still played the game. It's like the, the process that baseball is using currently is you're inviting this type of shit to happen. Mm-hmm. And... The only solution, in my opinion, are rapid tests. And 10 teams so far, I wrote a piece about this today, 10 teams so far have opted into a Dallas-based company that provides rapid tests. I don't know what teams they are, but there are 10 MLB teams that have it. They, they bought the system. They're using it. They're testing their players every day. That's the only way that it's going to work. And I think that if, if, if you don't have that type of system in place, then the only other way that this is going to work is in a bubble. But how, this whole forty-eight hour shit, and then you don't even have your results in forty-eight hours. Like it's yeah. You're I don't. Just, it's how stupid. did? What's the point? How was this rapid testing not even part of the initial like procedure? It's like, I, is MLB being that cheap? Are they really like broke? Are they going under? Like it, I, I don't know. Are these guys just spending all their money before they even get it, and now they don't have any money left over to do? 
like the proper procedure for this pandemic. I think they're doing the bare minimum to make this shit work. That's and, what it looks like. And it's but the thing is, is like how stupid can you be? Because this is gonna look in the end, it's gonna look really bad. You're gonna get bad publicity. All baseball's gotten for two days now is really bad publicity. You know what I mean? Yeah, Nothing it's, it's ridiculous, man. Like seventeen <laughs> players. It's seventeen players. It, you have two. You have the 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 Marlins Baltimore series three games canceled already. You have the Phillies and the Yankees had a two game series planned canceled already. Um, and apparently, what decided the Philly the Phillies Marlins game on Sunday was a group text headed by the Marlins shortstop. I forget what his name is. Is it? Rojas or something. I forgot what his what his name is. But um that shouldn't be the fucking the decider there. MOB should have stepped in. A uh, uh, a uh infectious disease specialist went in and said this is an outbreak already, and four players had been had tested positive to that point. And they let the players decide to play the game. Of course a player's gonna decide to play the game. Like what is what is a play what is the mentality in a locker room? When you're asked, do you want, are, are we going to play? Are we going to go to war or not? That's essentially what you're asking a player. And if yeah. any player says, nah, man, I don't want to play. You're going to have a group of players be like, oh, you're such a bitch, blah, blah, blah. Like you're, you're turning the season. Like, that's, you know, like, let's just be real. That's what happens. That's what you know I would what say. That's what I would say. I, I, <laughs> that's clearly what I would tell them. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> fuck, man, you're ruining. And the Marlins are in first place, by the way. Like, yeah, man, no, the Marlins took care of business against the Phillies. I'm so disappointed with the Phillies, by the, but we'll get, in, we'll get into that a little later. How about the Red Sox, man? How are you feeling about the Red Sox? We'll get oh, into that later. We'll get into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, so, again, here I go. I wrote a piece for Call to the Pen that's gonna, that should be out soon. At noon is going to come out, and it's a blueprint for how this could work uh, moving forward. And plan, the first thing baseball needs to do is every team needs to have a rapid test. That's it. Like, fuck this 48-hour bullshit. Every team needs a rapid test. No games are played until the results of those rapid tests are in. So if you fucking decided to slack on the rapid test and you don't have the results by 7 p.m. when the Yankees are to face the Phillies, let's say, then that team that didn't put in the results has to forfeit the game. You got an L. Like, you just get punished. Zero tolerance. Fuck it. I, would, I think I would be okay. I mean, on paper, I'm okay with a team not being precautious and then having to forfeit a loss. On paper, I'm okay with that. In a shortened season, I don't know. I, I'm just saying, that. man, like, I think this is what needs to happen because then people are going to take it more seriously. Like, if, if you, you, I don't know. And then the other thing is um, enforce the, the protocols. I, I don't know how many players I saw without masks on the field, hugging, high-fiving, shouting. Oh, spitting. Um, spitting. They're yeah. Dope. And they said they did, nothing happened. Enforce the rules. And I think you need to enforce it to the point where if a rule is broken, a health and safety rule is broken, that that player needs to be suspended until two negative tests, until he can test negative twice. That's, that's what I would do. Like, you want to break the protocols, you can't play until we know that you're definitely not COVID positive. Um, I can't, I can't see, I can't see them enforcing things like no high-fiving and spitting. Like, that's... They, I think they, they gotta go fucking communist China on this shit. Like, that's <laughs> what needs to happen. If they want this shit know, to man. work, that's what needs to happen. Otherwise, you're, you're getting a bunch of people pumped up. I was pumped after this weekend. I watched games that I, I would never lot, yeah. think about watching at any point. I was, and, and they were every game was entertaining, in my opinion. Um, exciting things happened. They, we saw the fucking second base rule happen for the first time this weekend. We saw a walk-off home run this weekend. Yeah. So, Yohannes Cespedes live up to the hype this weekend. Like, 
this was a great weekend for baseball and to wake up on Monday to this type of news is heartbreaking. And so I think that they really need to implement rapid tests so that this shit doesn't happen again. And now they have two months to plan a bubble for the postseason. And this is my proposal, CT. I'm talking a lot here because this shit has me ramped up. Mm -hmm. Um, My proposal for MLB is come October, a California based bubble. I'm picking California because they have four stadiums that are close-ish to each other. They could have the AL, for example, play their games in Dodger Stadium and Angel Stadium. And they could have the NL in Dodger Stadium and Angel Stadium are about 30 to 40 minutes apart. The NL should play their games in uh, Oakland and San Francisco, which is about 15 minutes apart. Um, so let's say the, the number one seed in the American League, the New York Yankees, obviously, right? Um, versus the number eight seed, let's say the Boston Red Sox. Just for example here. Just, just yep. humor me, for example, here. The Yankees and the Red Sox played their, their round one series, all of the games in Dodger Stadium, for example. They don't move. That's their little bubble. Then when they move on to the next round, you take two days to fucking clean everything up, blah, 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 sanitize. You play all your games. Do you understand what I'm trying to say here? Yeah. No, no. I, I you hear stay you. there. Um, yep. And you control the situation at that point. At that point, you only have 16 teams. Um, it shouldn't be as expensive as a bubble would be in, in the regular season. And then when you get to the World Series, you go to a domed stadium, maybe Arizona, Chase Field, and you stay there until the series is over. Like, I think that's what baseball needs to do. Rapid test, zero tolerance, postseason bubble. Yep. I mean, to Fire avoid me. some... <laughs> to avoid... Just put... Hey. If you put together in document form, make it like 40 pages long and you stamp it and make it look official and you submit it, they will take credit for it. And you might, yeah, you might get a job out of it. But yeah, to avoid something like this, where now I don't know how they're going to make up these games, if they're going to even revisit the Marlins, like are the Yankees, I mean, are the Yankees even going to play the Phillies now to make up these games? Will they end up making these games like within the division? Is it going to be double headers? Does this push the postseason back? And again, this is only the, it's after the first weekend of baseball. This is going to happen again multiple times yep. if, they don't, if they don't do something drastic like, like you just mentioned. And I don't know if you listened to the Michael K show yesterday, but he revealed that he received a text message from, uh, from an agent, and he wouldn't say who the agent was or who he represents. But this agent has a player who expressed concern to his agent because the leader of his team is someone who refuses to wear a mask is breaking all the rules outside of the games. Um, and I'm, my guess is probably Robinson Cano. I don't know. I'm trying to guess who it is. It has to be Scott Boris or something. I don't know. He said it's not a Yankee. Oh, but it's um, a New York team. I don't, I, he didn't say if it's a New York team either, but I'm assuming he's a New York-based show. So it has to be a New York team. Or it has to be someone related to Scott Boris because he has Boris on his show on all the time. It has to be Robinson Cano because... He's always chewing gum, always spitting, doing whatever the fuck he walks to his own beat. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not. Don't quote me on that. Don't quote CT on that, guys. But there's somebody out there that's definitely not following the rules. And for sure, that's not the only person in baseball doing this. Like, I'm, I'm really curious to find out how this outbreak started with the Miami Marlins. Yeah. That'd be super interesting to find out. Um, I don't know, man. I need baseball, man. I got the, the fucking like. I felt like a drug a drug addict who who got off the fucking sauce for. I said fucking a lot today. So, baseball, watch this. 
baseball definitely came back and it's looking exactly like this well to honestly like we're a little i think we're a little bit off where we predicted pitching will dominate yeah but there's already been 138 home runs balls of juice man uh teams have played maximum of four games some teams have played three and there's already 138 home runs and yeah i think the balls are juiced in these i've been watching every red sox games they're brutal to watch but i've seen some balls that were hit that i was like jesus christ like this guy was out in front didn't look didn't even sound like he got good wood and this thing is like over people's heads over the over the fence that john carlos stanton home run uh was it against scherzer like no it wasn't the scherzer home one it was the second one that he hit that it, yeah i thought i thought it was gonna leave the stadium yeah no it was ridiculous it was so hard yeah and i think it was like the hardest hit ball since like i don't know when it's been a few years that a ball's hit, been hit that hard had like the um, 120 the 120 exit yeah i don't know man but i so i i'm trying to be optimistic about this whole thing i just think that then you have Rob Manford went on MLB Network yesterday and said that he feels like the system that they have is adequate, but he said that it's not a nightmare scenario. He doesn't anticipate canceling any more games. It's like, dude, fuck, man. Like, wake up. This shit is not going to stop. Like, it's going to happen again. So it's going to happen somewhere else. It might happen next week. It might happen after the incubation period. It's through maybe the Phillies players, some more Phillies players test positive. I don't know, man. Yeah, and David Price, who opted out of the season before it even started, had a tweet after this news broke out uh, yesterday. He said, now we really get to see if MLB is going to put players' health first. Remember when Manfred said players' health was paramount? Paramount, however you pronounce it. Part of the reason I'm at home right now is because players' health wasn't being put first. I can see that hasn't changed. So Crazy. It looks like they were already concerned about Dave Martinez is pretty emotional right now. Uh, says players are his family and he's already lost a lot of sleep this month when asked whether he has doubts about going to Miami this weekend hopefully they make it hopefully they make the right decision that's all I'm gonna say so this is some serious shit yeah and again for the most part most of these guys are probably gonna be fine if they test positive for COVID but then you have guys like Eduardo Rodriguez who developed a heart issue after having COVID-19 like there are cases where younger people it impacts them in different ways. That guy from Broadway um, developed a whole bunch of clots, was, was left on life support for weeks, months before they decided, all right, there's no hope for this guy. And he passed away. This is a guy who's in his 40s, tip-top condition. It holds no bias. Chances are you're probably going to be okay. But how's it going to look for Major League Baseball if a player tests positive for COVID-19 and doesn't come out of it, ends up dying? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Everybody's going to be, be here doing exactly what I'm doing. Second guessing. Why didn't they have rapid tests? Why didn't they do the bubble? You know, it's irresponsible. You know what I mean? You know, mm -hmm. you might have 100 people go out drunk uh, and drive drunk and make it home. And 99 out of those 100 will make it home okay. But there's always that one who might take someone else's life or take his own life. You know what I'm saying? Accidentally. Yeah. Like, sh accidents happen. Shit happens. So, baseball needs to take this seriously. I really think that rap the rapid test is the key for the, the current system that they're under right now and a zero tolerance policy. I think rapid test, if your rapid test don't come through because you tested people too late, you forfeit the game, you got an L. If you're not following protocols, you're suspended until you can test negative twice. And that's I think that's the only way baseball can move forward. Yep. So if you're listening to me, you buck tooth bastard. <laughs> <laughs> See? 
It's not just you, CT. Um, listen oh, to me, right? You're going, you're going after a guy that a lot of people go after. I go after, <laughs> I go after the little guys that are trying to do the right thing. <laughs> Let's start with the good news. So opening day, the Red Sox put in offensive display. I think they hit over 10 doubles in the game. Um, everybody was hitting like JBJ, Kevin Pillar. Uh, but then games two and three happened. I couldn't name one of the pitchers that started the game. Um, we have Zach Godley on our team out of nowhere. I don't think Zach Godley's that good. He's not godly. He's not, godly. he's not godly. He's not godly. Uh, so it's a, it's a, it's definitely a problem. I almost feel like we should we should make an attempt to improve because it is a shortened season. You never know what's going to happen. But it's embarrassing that we dropped two games to the Orioles. We got our ass whipped by the Mets yesterday, and it was all because of pitching. Like, our hitting is still decent. Um, but, like, we literally have guys. Like, we, we, went the, we went with the opener yesterday, blew up in our face. After the guy went out for the second inning, he gave up another two-run bomb, Pete Alonzo. Might have been a three-run bomb. I'm not sure. Um, so positives is that we're, we're hitting. Negatives, you know, Rafael Devers' defense. What are you doing all offseason that you cannot field routine ground balls? I understand it's the major league level. These balls are coming at you at 100 exit velo, 100 miles per hour exit velo. But I just feel like as a professional baseball player, when you're getting paid, when that's your profession, and you have all this time on your hand, you shouldn't be a liability on defense. You're not going to yeah. be, you're not going to be, you know, Nolan Arenado on defense, but you shouldn't be, like I said, like a liability. You shouldn't be this bad at your position. If and you're that bad, it's the AL. Make, your, make yourself a DH. Call up the prospect that the Red Sox have in, in the minors. Apparently, he's a phenom at third. Call him up. Let's convert Devers. Because seriously, it's, it, it's getting annoying. Didn't he have a decent uh, season defensively last year? Well, that's the thing. Like, in terms of, it's the same thing with Andujar. Like, all you heard about Miguel Andujar was that he's not, re he's, not, he's not ready to play third at the major league level. He's not that good. But then you watch the games, and then you, you see that he can actually play third. But then you look at the defensive metrics. He's actually one of the worst defenders in, in baseball. With Devers last year... Yeah, he's not the best. He wasn't the best third baseman, but I, I don't remember thinking to myself, like, wow, this guy's so bad at third, you know? Yeah. And what I've seen so far is that he is this bad at third, and I think that's just unacceptable at the, at the major league level. So, um, yeah, so it looked like he had a slight improvement at third defensively last year, but according to fan graphs, I'm not going to give you geeky-ass numbers, but just looking at defensive run saves drs rafi there in the american all of baseball he's he's ranked last last year whoa and in terms of uzr 150 which is kind of like i i consider that to be like the war for defense devers ranks eighth out of 17 qualified third basemen so he does it sounds like he does some good things defensively good range um, let's see, maybe his arm. Shit, I don't even know why he has that that score. Um, 
But so, defensive defensive runs saved. Maybe he maybe a lot of errors. I don't know. Defensive yeah. runs saved. He's ranked last in 2019, and I'm not shocked. And, and that was an improvement from 20. Well, here's uh, 18. Well, here's another thing too. Like he might have he might have had an improvement last year when our pitching was stabilized like in terms of starting pitching i know our bullpen sucked and everything but in a year when we literally have no pitching we have yeah. one guy going out there that, that we know of name wise and you know on a year like that he's going to get exposed at third a lot um and just to wrap this up red sox offensively ranking at the top in terms of league average yeah Pitching wise, I mean, we have like the second best batting average through four games. Pitching wise, we are obviously below the league average. Positives, I love Alex Verdugo so far. Yeah, he looks like a baller. Like he he just looks he looks good defensively. He looks good at the plate. I don't know why he's so low in the lineup. I feel like he can be moved up in the lineup. Like I feel like he should be batting ahead of who was it that I saw yesterday. Might have been like uh, Jackie Bradley. You might have been batting ahead of Jackie Bradley. I don't know. I, I have to go back and check. But so far, I like Alex Verdugo. I like Kevin Pillar, who's actually been hitting pretty well so far. But, yeah, I mean, it is what it is, man. We're going to get our ass whipped if we keep rolling out these nobodies on the mound. <laughs> well, you, I mean, is Eduardo Rodriguez expected to come back this year? I haven't followed up with Eduardo Rodriguez. But even him, I mean, he had a good season last year, but – He's nothing to write home about to me. I I don't know. He I think he had a pretty he had a lot of run support last season from what I remember. Yeah. Um and he won some games. Um so he's he's good enough to keep you in games. Maybe he's not going to shut down lineups like Chris Sale is, but if you think about it, you lost you lost a big chunk of your rotation. You know what I mean? Porcello. Like Chris Sale, Porcello, Eduardo Rodriguez, all you have is Nate Nate Yovaldi. And he uh, and he and he actually pitched a great game. He did yeah. opening day, but now we now we need to we count on Nathan Avaldi to go out there and, and pitch a great game. He's not going to do that. Like we know what Nathan Avaldi is. Yeah, so that's it, guys. It's going to be a brutal season for the Red Sox unless they uh, trade for an arm or have some hidden gem in, in the in the minors. So it's going to be a long sixty game season for us. We continue down this path. Manny, any thoughts on the Yankees first three games of the season versus the Nationals defending champs? By the way, I, I just want to throw this in there real quick. I might have to change my answer from the Nats, from the Braves winning the NL East to the Nats, man. They look good. Really? They look like a good team. Okay. I'm sticking with the Braves. The Nats, eh. James Paxton just wasn't himself. You know, what, what do you call him? He looks like a fish or something. Um, I got I to gotta cut that shit out, man. He doesn't deserve that. <laughs> I don't even know the guy. <laughs> and he's a, he's a millionaire. So it's like, I, what am I? Why do I say things like that? But yeah, know, sure. but you're right. Because when I at that very same moment, a picture of him came on and he looked just like a like a bass out of water. Like, yeah, like a dead fish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So while you were talking about the Red Sox, before I get to the Yankees, um, some more things happen in baseball. So first, uh, the the Washington Nationals voted to not want they don't want to play the, the, the Marlins in Miami this coming weekend. So this is the kind of situation that you're going to start to get happening here. And I think that 
if baseball isn't going to do those things that we talked about earlier in the show, um, the only other option is you fucking eliminate the Marlins from the fucking anybody who had the Marlins in the schedule gets a W for the Marlins because what are you going to do then? Or they have to suspend the season, suspend, uh, pause the season for two weeks, get this under control and then resume play again. Like it's crazy. This is insane. But anyway, um, the Yankees, where do I start? Actually, before you even, there's something else that happened in baseball. Patrick Mahomes, after signing his record breaking contract is now part owner of the Kansas city Royals. Wow. Crazy, crazy. The youngest, the youngest owner of a sports franchise, in the history of this uh this planet of this great country this great nation this great planet yes yes speaking of planet did you see that report in the new york times about uh the government's going to release information about ufos like on a monthly basis or something and there was this this one guy who worked for that for that department who said that there there are objects in the sky that they've identified that are out of there, not from this world, essentially. Well, I didn't see that report, but I also have to, I have to play both sides. Like China can easily have unidentified objects in the, in the, in the sky that we don't know about. Or North like, Korea. Or Russia. Yeah. North Korea could have a bunch of stuff. Like we, we, we allocate a certain amount of money to researching like space program and stuff, maybe too much. I don't know your opinion on that, but other countries could be dedicating more than that. And they could have, they could, they're not sharing their information with us. I don't know if there's like some global, like, I don't know if NASA is a global thing or if it's just a, I know it's a United States government program, but I don't know if they go across the globe and, and, you know, give insight or take research from other people and use it for themselves. So, you know, let's not, let's not do Mars attacks here. I mean, let's not go into stellar. I got yet, that song. I got that song queued up somewhere in here. I mean, we could just play it and clear the room real quick. Do a quick, you know. I'm just saying, if you were the leader of a country and you're like, we're gonna take all our money and research, uh, you know, the breeding of dogs. They might be coming out with a dog that we've never even seen before because they're putting that much money in it, you know. So, what's the limit? What are, What are the limits to what we can do in in with spacecrafts and space and stuff you know we don't know yet so okay uh so the new york yankees um i mean where do i begin with this with this team how would you grade their performance the first three games um is there something higher than an a plus really a plus i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i'm just kidding wow offensively i was impressed I'm, i'm happy with the offense and i'm happy with the aggressiveness out the gate um, with Tyler Wade running those bases like a banshee. I don't even know what a banshee is, <laughs> but it's the first thing that came to my mind right now. Um, the power that the team is exhibiting, those John Carlos Stanton home runs are still, they're still in the sky somewhere. Um, yeah. The pitching, James Paxton is, is how James, James Paxton performed is concerning. Garrett Cole's first start was, Certainly impressive five innings, one hit, I think five strikeouts, but he didn't look like Garrett Cole of last year. This, he looked like kind of uh, maybe he was too amped up or something. But if this is like Garrett Cole, not at his top, at the top of his game, a five inning, uh, one hit, five strikeout performance is fucking better than, you know, 
what our best pitcher was doing last year. You know what I mean? And that's um, and that was that was a short start because of the rain, or was he already out of the game when it when they? No, it was shortened because of the rain. I think he had thrown 75 pitches. I think they I think he probably would have come out for the seventh inning, but he didn't look as sharp as as he normally would. Um, But but to me, I take it as a good sign because we know that he's better than that. So what's the best version of Garrett Cole going to look like this season if the season is to continue? Um, I think he's going to be fucking incredible. Uh, The bullpen. I'm happy with the bullpen minus or all this Chapman. Um, I'm going to give the team. You can't you can't give somebody a hundred right off the bat. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start them off with a with a solid B. I give the team a B. I'm happy with this team. I think they're definitely the best team in baseball in my mind. If anything, yeah. the Dodgers didn't impress me as much as I thought they would in that opening series. Like how you lose a game to the Giants is kind of surprising to me. Well, I mean, yeah, I was gonna say yeah, the Red Sox lost to the Orioles, but who are we? This, <laughs> who are we this year? Uh, I thought Aaron Judge looked really good. Aaron Judge is pulling the ball. Yeah, this season it's only, it's only a matter of time before those home runs start falling. Yeah, uh, I thought I thought the bullpen has shut the door when it needed to, when they've been called upon in those games. Yeah. Um, I was gonna go through. Well, anything else you need to add about the Yankees? Just I think that the team, the the biggest problem that this team has is, is almost its biggest strength in a way. And I think that's its depth. I know I sound like a fucking cocky bastard here. So no, no, I know where you're getting at. I know where you're I want to apologize here. But you have a guy like Clint Frazier being optioned because there's just no room for a guy like that. That yeah. kind of sucks. You know what I mean? Like, like that sucks for for Clint Frazier. There are definitely teams out there that can use a player like that. And here we are. We have him just sitting in the minors somewhere, not getting any play because there is no minor league play uh, games happening at the time. Um, so, like, again, it, it's it's a good problem for the Yankees, but it kind of sucks. Like, I, I do want to see guys like like Clint Frazier on the team, but where do you put him? You know what I mean? Like, well, here's the thing. Brett Gardner hasn't recorded a hit yet. He's only gone on base once. So my opinion is that Brett Gardner will be the one to take a seat in which a guy like Clint Frazier can step in. I don't know yeah. if I don't think I th- think Brett Gardner might be on that you know on that road where he's probably not going to be on the starting lineup anymore yeah you know you have jordan montgomery was option and i know that they did that because they felt like through the first round of the rotation they could skip his start because uh they had that day off on friday um so he's probably going to come back at some point and masahiro tanaka will come back at some point i thought loisiga looked really good on sunday um this team has the depth is is out of control Did I you mute unmute. myself? Yeah, yeah, I couldn't hear you. Damn. What was the I, last I was, thing you heard? I was going to let you finish your thought, but I don't know if that muted it on the on the call. Do you remember what the... Loisiga. You said Loisiga. Oh, I thought Loisiga looked really good on Sunday. Uh, Is it Loisiga? Or Loisiga? I don't know. I, I say, always hear them say Loisiga, but this, you're the first person I hear say Loisiga. Let's uh let's do a quick uh quick fact check here. Baseball reference. They give you the, the accent. Loisiga. Give me the accent here, man. Come on. Lo-I-Siga. Lo-I-Siga. 
And uh, I made a mistake before. I actually have a meeting at one, so we might have to wrap this up soon. We're gonna wrap this up. It's all good. It's all good. I'm it's sorry. All good. It's, all good. it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. So, so I, I, I'm I'm excited about the Yankees. My, Tanaka's coming back. Montgomery's start with Skip uh, because they have that day off on Friday, but he'll be back for the next round of starts if the Yankees are to continue playing. If if there's any Major League Baseball for the rest of the season, I'm excited about the Yankees. I do think they're the best team in baseball. And I, you know, I that Saturday start, that Saturday loss, I attribute it to James Paxton starting off poorly and the Nats jumping on and tacking on runs right off the bat at the start. Um, but and and his velocity was down. I think he was throwing like 95, 96 last year. He was hitting like 91 in the gun. That's yeah, concerning. That, that that series against the Nats made me think that the Nats are better than I believe because they're they're not an easy team to get out. They have a lot of guys that can put the ball in play. Yeah. And they're quick. Uh, their defense is solid. Adam Eaton is solid. Trey Turner is amazing. Thank Makes you. sense why someone would draft him. I would question all these years, like, what's the point of Trey Turner being ranked so high? But the guy, like, steals bases, hits home runs. That's the thing is that he's been hurt a lot. So yeah. we haven't had a chance to really get a good view of what he is. But he, there's a reason why he's ranked so high in all these, in all these fantasy things, you know, uh, platforms, year in and year out. He does everything well, you know? Yeah. Um, Thank God I got him, man. Wow. Patrick Corbin. Team. And Patrick Corbin looked good in his oh, start man. against the Yankees, too, until yeah. Gabriel Torres took him deep and they yanked him out of the game. It's almost like you can't – it's like you have to be perfect in order to go seven innings in, in the league now. Well, I think it's also like it's July, so it, it, it did feel – to a point like there had been baseball all along, but this, it was only the first game. And if, if this had been April, the first start of the season, he wouldn't have gone that much further anyway. So I think we kind of have to adjust the way we're looking at the game. I think the next start, we'll see pitches go a little bit further if they're pitching well. And I think it's going to take about two or three starts before we start seeing them like really go the distance. So, yeah. So we're going to wrap this up in a little bit, but I so far three to four games for each team. Biggest surprise so far. I got one that is mm. going to make me go back on what I said in one of our last episodes about biggest... MVP and comeback player of the year predictions. But biggest surprise is good or bad. Doesn't matter if it's a positive or a negative. Um, biggest surprise for me. I'm trying to think. I saw so many freaking games. Yeah, uh, man. I have to say Patrick Corbin. I was really surprised by Patrick Corbin's start on Saturday. He looked dominant. And yeah, he, like when he signed that contract, I didn't give him a lot of credit for being that either. good, but he's he's solid, man. I got to give it to I, him. He's, I wish the Yankees had forked over the money to get him last year. I remember yeah, saying, like, makes, I don't want to spend that much money for Patrick Corbin, and now I'm like, damn, man, he's he's worth it. He had a good season th- last year, and he looked really good on Saturday. It makes you think because it's kind of like he turned, his, he turned his career around. He had, like, that one good season, and we were, like, basing it off that. Uh, biggest shock for me was my comeback player of the year, nominee Shohei Otani not being able to record one out in his season debut and the fact that his velocity was was low this guy was throwing like 99 and 100 when he broke in the league and he wasn't getting anywhere near that in his start so I don't know man (laughs) did they because did that Tommy Tommy John John surgery not take yeah that's what I'm sure that's what I was gonna say because Jordan Montgomery on the other hand was throwing like 91 or something prior to Tommy John. And he was touching in that in that summer camp game. He was touching like 96, 97 on the gun. Like his velocity went way up and his breaking pitches were in the low 80s. And I was like, holy shit, this guy's going to be really good. If he's, if that's really who he is, 
trying to go from 96, 97 to 81 on a kind of breaking ball. How are pitters going to hit somebody like that? I know that, that he will get hit, but um, yeah. I didn't see that from from Shohei Otani. That was kind of surprising. And James Paxton, I'm, I'm almost wondering if something's happening with him. And there was somebody else who had Justin Verlander was surprising. Oh, yeah, Justin Verlander. And then yeah. they like, – how do we not talk about this? But I know. They send out they send out a tweet saying he's out for the season. He says, "No, that's not true. I have a forearm strain, but we'll, we'll be reevaluated." So that was kind of weird. Well, uh, and a lot of people are saying that that when people talk about forearm strains, that's a that's a Tommy John type thing. That's an elbow oh, issue. So, got him. I and I, I have to say, man, I want to apologize to Astros fans out there as much as I hate your guts. I wrote a piece prior to the season back in March saying that this was going to be the year that Justin Verlander starts his decline and boom. <laughs> Well, I wanted to say about the Astros, they they dropped the game to the Mariners, but they actually looked pretty good they in that good, series. Yeah. Uh, and I also want to I want just just because this is a tradition at this point. But why did A-Rod catch so much flack for saying that the Astros are the dark horse team to go to the World Series and win it? Like, that's a legit. That's I don't leg- think that. Yeah, you're right. They lost Garrett Cole. They, you know, now they're going to lose Justin Verlander. And another surprise was Zach Greinke. His velocity was way down, too. I don't think he touched 90 on the gun. Wow. And that's not that's not even what his bread and butter is. He's not like a velocity type guy. It's his breaking balls and all that shit. But um, I think with if Verlander's out for the season, they lost Garrett Cole. And if Greinke's not Greinke, then I think they're for sure the dark horse. And I think even before that, they were the dark horse because they lost Garrett Cole and because... Now, you know, they lost their manager. They lost their GM. They're coming into the season, like, being beaten, be- being beaten up. And you saw guys are throwing at their hitters, you know? So, yeah. Um, I wanted, fuck the Astros, man. Yeah, man, fuck them. I wanted to highlight <laughs> Kyle Hendricks' pitching performance Yeah, with the Cubs. Complete game shutout. Meanwhile, you got a guy like Blake Snell, who's way younger. Actually, I don't know about way younger. Just throwing that out there. Just want, I just want to no, I think Kyle my- Hendricks is. I think Kyle Hendricks is an is old man. Okay, well, then you got a guy like Blake Snell who couldn't get – who wasn't allowed to go more than six outs because he walked a few batters. Um, I think that's ridiculous. I wanted to also highlight, like you said, Giancarlo Stanton's home run in the second game of the season. Perfect home run. I think we're going to see a lot of those this year. But I also want to highlight an oh, Austin yeah. Riley home run against the Mets. We, we, we've been led to believe that the Mets is a not non-hitters ballpark. I just don't think the Mets have good hitters or they don't have power hitters because no. the Braves smacked. I think the Braves have the most home runs in Major League Baseball right after, through these four games, three, four games, and they play three of the games in City Field. So I think it's just that the Mets don't have power hitters like that. The Braves lead the league in home runs with eight. And I just want to quick fact check. Kyle Hendricks is, is, is exactly three years three days older than Blake Snell. So he's not that much older. Yeah. yeah, He looks old as fuck, though. He has like an old man face. And the last thing I want to say. Yeah. My friend mentioned this because I've been having our, we started our baseball season, our amateur baseball league. He has a softball league. We both agreed that there's some otherworldly heat this year. That's just unbearable in terms of like on the ball field. Like I was pitching. I had sweat in my hands the first time ever that I had, I couldn't, grip the ball because of sweat coming off my forearms into my hand and then i noticed in every game that i've seen so far these pitchers are drenched in sweat and i don't remember last year being like this i don't know if it's just me i mean you might have seen it like in in one of the hot like in arizona but for the most part any game you watch watch the game tonight 
you will see the color differences in their body, like from from body sweat. Yeah. So yeah. it looks like if COVID doesn't get us, global warming will. Oh, and are you on board officially? I never denied global warming, man. You're just you just you just question things. You're you're a questioner. I agree, but I'm I'm also hot in nature. I'm 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 a very hot person. We've yeah. had this conversation numerous times. But yeah, I went out yesterday because I looked outside and I was like, ah, it looks like there's, there's a breeze, blah, blah. I go out and yes, there was a breeze, but there's a difference between like a breeze that really, you know, it's a hot day and you get this breeze and you're like, yeah, like, there we go. This breeze was like being breathed upon by the devil himself. Like he yeah, opened yeah. his mouth and just fucking breathed on me. <laughs> so I don't know if it's just that we're, you know, we're quickly forgetting what last year was like. Last year was hot as well. Like I don't remember yeah. there being a lot of snow in the winter last year. Similar I don't to think this we got year. any snow this year. Like we barely this got year, snow yeah. this year. So, but I can't tell like it's it's there's something else. It's it's like an extra blob of sweat coming along with it. Mm. And I'm noticing it in in Major League Baseball as well. So next year, I'll have to pay attention if I'm seeing the same thing or mm. if this actually comes up to be an issue down the road because it's 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 weird. It's everybody's sweating profusely. <laughs> Everybody is. <laughs> Even us native islanders from the Caribbean. Damn, Damn man. It seems like you're, you're finally starting to see things through my eyes. And I really appreciate that, man. But um, you are a busy, a, biz, a busy man. So I'm going to thank you for joining the show today. Luis, thank you for coming on the show today. Thanks, man. And, Thanks uh, for having me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all we got for today. Thanks for watching and listening. Peace, Peace out. Peace out.